Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 926. We're going to do part two with Coach Kennedy today. Um, I know you're, I, I got a couple emails on it from yesterday, but anyway, before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Make sure you mention coach unplugged and they will give you $350 off. Also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Want to win more games in less time. That is your place from someone that's experienced and done it. Not someone that's coaching, not someone that's running a, you know, a half a million dollar company, not someone that's running you know, someone that actually coaches, gets in, gets dirty with high school kids, understands how parents, understands all that, isn't out recruiting, isn't out doing those kind of things that a lot of the um, things that you have out there are college coaches. And I'm not, they're great coaches. They know their X's and O's and they know how to, how to do that. But I'm not sure they deal with uh, 15 year olds like, like I do. And um, let me help you through that process. And let's head off to the podcast. Right. 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 So now as the coach, I, I did not, I, I lost my teachability. Like I, I felt like I was supposed to have the answers and, and, um, and, and I, I've asked fewer questions the older I got and the further along I got. And that was anyone listening out there, big mistake, yep. right? <laughs> but yes, but I think, lifelong learners, lifelong learner, man. Right. Right. I wish, and, uh, I wish, I mean, I tell people this all the time and I'm not kidding. I wish I, I wish I knew as much as I did in my thirties. Like, I mean, I don't feel like I know anything anymore. I've coached for 30 years and won a lot of games. It's like, I feel like I know zero. And it's yeah. like in my thirties, I thought I knew everything. It's like, you know what I mean? Cause. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm coaching young kids now and sometimes I'm going, Oh my gosh, how, what, what drill, what should I be doing with these right. guys? I right. mean, some just like, Oh my gosh. But I, I know more basketball than, you know, or, or been through it shoot, for 30 years. I've been involved right. in basketball. Right. But, but now I'll ask a heck of a lot more questions. 
Um, I know. That's one of the reasons I started the podcast is like, I felt like I needed to learn more. So what do you, what did you, so when that ended, what was your, was your feeling? I'm, I'm, I don't want to coach anymore or I'm done or what happened then? Well, to be honest, it was, it was pretty crushing for me. Um, I, I was in a position where things weren't going well. I mean, I, uh, things weren't going well with my staff. They weren't going well with the team. I was kind of in a not good situation. We got a new athletic director and I had a year left on my contract. So I really thought I was going to be able to finish it out anyway. Um, right. You know, I had scheduled, I had a good schedule coming up um, and the, I got to, um, <laughs> I had a meeting with my athletic director and it was only the second time I had talked to him since he had gotten the job. And it was, hey, you, you can resign or you can be fired. Your choice. I'm like, oh, that's not a really good choice. No. <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, so, so honestly, it blindsided me in a sense. Um, and and it, it tore me apart. Um, my identity was, in, was right. in that job. It was in what I was doing. And it really, it really tore me up. And, and at that point I had a year left on my contract. So I was going to get paid only if I didn't coach. And, and I had a young daughter right. who was eight, 18 months old. And, you know, it was kind of like, all right, um, need to step back, take the year off and figure out what, what I'm going to do. Okay. And, and to be honest, it was kind of nice in the sense of, oh my gosh, there's life beyond basketball. So, I so I got, got a taste of that. Um, but my husband also was like, you know what? I got my girl back right. uh, because I was so engrossed in, you know, the job. It's, right. it's not a job. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It and is. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. I've had, I mean, so the fun, here's, here's what I, and here's an observation I've said. So, my son was looking at some schools out East and a little Ivy like type schools. And I bet half the coaches I talked to were D one guys that had popped down to D three good league, great schools, academic, blah, blah, blah. But it, I think what they, and, and every one of them, what I could see is they were younger, they had young families and they, it was, it's about quality of life because mm -hmm. it is literally people. That's what people don't understand about the D one level. Right. You don't, do you I mean, that's what you do. 365. That's it. That's it. Like, that's what and you're doing. Like, <laughs> here's, here's the stat that may blow your mind. And I don't know if I should mention this here, but 60, the divorce rate for division one coaches is 67%. So, I mean, think about that. Um, wow. you know, so, so that's a reason too, that I'm like, like my mission is to kind of help coaches in the sense of what's beyond basketball. That's what we talk about the non X's and O's. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the book. That's a good lead into the book. So let's talk about the book, how the book came about and then give us kind of that, kind of what that is. So, so I, after coaching, I'm an entrepreneur, so I would start businesses and, you know, but it was always with the intent of helping people. So one, it was in recruiting, helping athletes get recruited then it was in health and wellness um, and, you know, helping people with, with the nutrition aspect of things. 
And then it was, um, I got into health insurance because the Obamacare, blah, blah, blah. Right. And <laughs> so, so, and, and, but it was always with the intent for me to make money and replace that income that I had lost. So that was, again, my identity was in so many, so many wrong things, you know? Um, so I go to a seminar in 2014 and the, the, seminar leader she says how do you answer to your boss and i in a room of a thousand people i say i'm i'm an entrepreneur you know i'm thinking i i don't have a boss so i say i say out loud what if you don't have a boss and she turns around and looks at me and she says that's your number one problem and i had to think for a minute i was like oh my gosh so, you know, I, I, I was, I, I didn't have a boss, but really my boss should be my right. heavenly father. So, right. so from there, it kind of brought me to my knees and started me on this, on this journey of reflection okay. of looking back at, at myself and my life and coaching and, and control and all those things that, and, and I finally came to the realization, Steve, and I finally admitted, because it would always be, we got a new athletic director. I got, you know, I had it, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I got fired. Right. And I got fired for a reason. Yeah. A lot of things that I didn't do right. So when I talked earlier about using your words, um, I mean, that was, that was probably a big thing um, about how, how do you how do you build up your players? You know, so, so I had a long period of, of self-reflection and, and looking at all the things I really screwed up and thinking about, okay, how many coaches are really going through this stuff themselves and right. how can I, how can I help? So being vulnerable and sharing what I've been through and sharing some of these lessons can help other coaches. So it's like, okay, if I can help others um, not make the same mistakes that I made, then that's a win. Right. So I'm going to take my screw up, my suffering, and and I'm going to turn it into something good for for others and and help coaches. Okay. And so so explain what the book, how the book does that. So the book is, a, is kind of goes through my coaching journey and you know, there's, there's, there's the good stuff of the rise. It's called, it says the journey of a rise to the top, a major fall and a revelation of truth. So okay. shows my journey. Um, I talk about the things that, you know, the mistakes I made that, okay, if you're a young coach, there's lessons for young coaches. Um, one, you're on an interview every day of your life, right? Um, whether you think of it or not, every conversation you have, um, young coaches be teachable. Um, there's lessons in there about how to teach young kids. Did you have an older coach on your staff? I referred to them as a Yoda. Did you have your Yoda on your staff? I did not have a Yoda. I would say, um, okay. cause I'm always, I always tell people when they're hiring a staff, you need, you need a Yoda on your staff. Yeah, you need actually someone that knows more than you. To be honest with you, well, you should be the smart person in the room. <laughs> amen, amen, and and that's one of the things I talk about. That you know, 
hiring hiring your staff is super important. I hired I hired people that I knew right well that I was you know relationship wise I was, I was comfortable with, but maybe not necessarily um, the best choices in in hiring in that regard. So right. surround yourself with people that that are going to challenge you, not. Not yes, people, right? And yeah. So here, here's here's the way I describe it. You want a Yoda, you want to work hard, and you want to yeah. you want you want somebody that questions you. You want somebody that everything, and not not in a bad way. I mean, I have three people on my staff, and each one of them fits one of those roles. Now there's overlaps, but it's like I have one that it's like I don't have to do the stuff I don't want to do. He's a workhorse. He'll do this. He'll do this. He'll do this. I have another mm -hmm. one that's like, why are you doing that? Could we do this? How about this? And then, then, you, then you have to have the Yoda, which is the one that's like, they got to know more than you. Like, I, I mean, I, that's what I turn to when I get stuck. It's like, right. and that's hard. Staffs, staffs are so important. People underestimate staff. It's like, well, that's what you spend your time with. That's your second family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they have to work well together, you know? Right. And, right. And there has to be that, um, ability to communicate and then your job as as the head coach is to is to navigate all that right and right. and to be with you it was it, it i i was i i did a terrible job of that so i'll believe me there's there's a lot of things i'm like you know what yeah don't do that um don't do that <laughs> right might want to do um but but there's there's a lot of a lot of that in in the book of of discussing those type of things. Hire and the right. And how's the book broken up in relation to that? Like at the end, is it like steps? Is it like things that? Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast. Just real quick, quick shout out to our to um, teachhoops.com who allows us to keep this this thing going. You know, we're over six hundred and almost seven hundred podcasts. Um, go over and support us, and by supporting teachhoops.com, they allow us to do this. Go over and subscribe um, wherever you uh, like this and leave a review. Those five-star reviews do me a lot. They, I, I know they take time to fill out and do, um, and they mean a ton to, to me and um, to everyone that, that helps us here uh, at Coach Market. So, uh, yeah, let's head back to the podcast. That people would... would it's well, more, I'd say there's more teachable nuggets, okay. you know? There's, yep. um, like, like the chapters, one's the... Uh, um, I'll just... So I got the pregame, I got the coaching journey, um, the long road to healing, which gives you kind of all the, the areas. When you think about life, we're all broken in some way. So how do you, how do you address, like for me, there were things that <clears throat> stemmed back from my childhood of being in an abusive family, you know? So there were things I had to dig down to, like why, I was angry. Like I was an angry coach. I say I'm an, I was mm -hmm. an angry elf. You know, you saw elf and he was yeah, the, yeah. the angry elf. Um, and that stemmed back from unhealed wounds from my childhood. I mean, it, it, but, but you talk about what, what holds you back? You know, you start to believe things that you're not good enough. You know, it, someone spoke that about me years ago. You're not good enough to be at this level. Well, once I started losing, I started believing that, right? You know? right. And you to believe that stuff, and then, then it becomes what you believe becomes reality. You know, um, 
So how do you get through that? How do you get past that stuff? Um, and, and, and there's, you know, I talk about real stuff in here. It's not, um, it's not a bunch of fluff. It's, it's very vulnerable. Um, right. and I it's talk a, about it's a roadmap. It sounds like a roadmap a little bit, a little bit. Um, the X's and O's of success. You know, I talk about the communication aspect and how important that is. Um, giving, giving coaches direction, surrounding yourself. Don't be the smartest person in the room, right? right. Just what you said. Um, surround yourself with, with good people um, that, are, that are willing to challenge you, but in a right. healthy way, right? Okay. Um, and then I talk about coaching at the different levels. So, uh, you know, I've coached at, uh, in, I've done from D3, D1. I talk about the high school. I've coached some high school stuff. Um, but also from the parents' perspective of things, uh, right. I get into that um, a bit, and and then talk about um, coaching youth. How how do you coach the the young kids, and and really the the progression of that? Because I've spent the last shoot ten years coaching my own kids, um, right. in, in and people would say, how could you go from coaching, you know, Division One basketball? to coaching these munchkins and like you were so great with them. And I'm like, because it, like, there's, okay, you, there's little things. This is all they need to know. Right. They need to know how to dribble right. and we lower the hoops and I'm going to teach them and we just teach, you know, and you right. break things down. So, you know, and there's, and, pure, there's pure in that level. There's they're yeah. pure at that level too. <laughs> I'm telling you it's harder, but it's also easier in some respects. Yeah. Well, you're, I think your own expectations are a little lower, right? You're right, like, oh, yeah. as long as, you know, I'm getting them to dribble the ball and, and, and move up and down the court. And teach I them always that. refer to it as fundamentals, like mm. fundamentals at that Did age. You coin that? Did you coin that, Steve? No, nah, I didn't coin that. But it's true, though. It's, it's fundamentals. Like, and I, I do that, and I tell them you should never be the, a kid's last coach, ever. Never be a kid's last coach. Now, yeah. obviously, when you're a Division One coach at Akron, it's a little different. You probably might be their last coach. But yeah. I tell every, I tell my youth program and my youth coaches, you better not be their last coach because that means they didn't have a good experience. And it's like you know, not it's not going to be for everybody. But I don't want I don't want you to be their last one having fun doing it because that's so important yeah. at that level. So yeah. Important. So um, there was a study I did a. Um, I did this program at the university of Notre Dame um, called play like a champion. And there was a, you know, a study that they did with kids finding out what, what, why do they play the game? Right. Okay. And it was interesting. So boys and girls, there were the difference. There was, you know, the top seven were different a little bit for boys and girls, but number one for both boys and girls at that age was, have fun. So if they're not having fun, they're not coming back. They're so. not coming back. And it's like in the lot in the hidden gem and the kid that it could make a difference in their lives, you've lost. And it's like yeah. just because you had a bad I know, I know. If you leave if you read like Malcolm Gladwell, he when and like outliers, it's like all of a sudden these kids it's about coaching too. That it's such yeah. an underutilized thing. I think USA basketball is really trying to do a better job with it. Um, yeah, 
but it's like, it's just so important because the better players get the better coaches, which are understand more and make it more relevant and make it more fun. And it's like, Oh my gosh, it's, it's, it's like this cycle of, of horrible. Yeah. So what are you doing other than writing a book right now? So, so now um, I'm the athletic director at my daughter's school. Okay. Uh, so that's been real fun during COVID. Um, <laughs> I bet. Oh my gosh. We are playing. Okay. Um, just started up last weekend with games. So I'm coaching, coaching my eighth grader. I'm coaching my sixth grader. Okay. Uh, and then I don't know. I do projects like crazy. I read, put down floors in my basement and stuff like <laughs> decks. Um, you write a book. What are you talking about? I was, that was a soft, I threw a, a softball on that one. You write a book. Yeah. You oh, write a book. So I, COVID, COVID was my book writing. So I, I started January 1st. Um, and by December, um, I, yeah, I published the book. So it was, it was a pretty incredible, in, incredible journey to go through. Um, and where, yeah. where can people find the book? I will put it in the show notes too. When I, when we do this, but where can they find the book anywhere? So you could get it on Amazon. It's called broken to bold. Okay. Um, and, or my website. So my website is coach Kelly Kennedy.com. Okay. If you get it from my website, I'll actually sign it okay. and, uh, and send you a copy. Have you done an audible part of the book? I have not. Um, so it just got published December 7th. So, um, okay. so I'm still, so I'm in the, you know, so thank you for sharing um, yeah. podcast. So I'm, you know, getting it out. I've gotten some great reviews by coaches, um, you know, the, the nuggets and the information that's in there. And, you know, it's good for parents and leaders, CEOs. I mean, just right. people. No, maybe, I mean, that's, that maybe that's your pivot too. When COVID ends, you go on a speaking, speaking, the, the speaking junket uh, or whatever it is. Uh, right. No, the only reason I ask is obviously you can see, I love reading, but I don't read as much as I used to because I'm busy and, and I, and auto audio books are the way that I do it now. I'm yeah. just about done with Brock's book, which was like 30 hours, crazy long. Um, but it's like, that's the way I can, I mean, I try to read a book a month at least. Okay. And most of them, half the time it's me on walks and I'm just listening. No, it was just yeah. a th I just wondered if it was out there in Audible. Um, Somebody asked me about that too. I got to look into that. Yeah, um, I, I think it's an interesting pivot too. And it's like, um, <laughs> we're both getting a little bit older. I, I if, it, if it's late afternoon, I start reading. I start like, I start <laughs> dozing off. I, it's not like it used to be, so um where i could just sit and read all afternoon it's like oh god i'm getting old it's like i start yeah. reading, falling asleep um is there any parting words you have for coaches what what would be your what would be your parting word um you have a gift you've been blessed with an opportunity to impact lives use it it's not about you it's about the kids and it's about the positivity and the, what you can bring to their lives. And you might be, you might be their only source of positivity in their life. And you, you get to know them, get to know them off the court and, and just help them grow um, 
it's not all about the wins and losses. It's not, it's the reason I've set, I've kept teaching like, because I, I could have done other things and it's like, but the impact I like, I got a text from one of my players the other day that almost made me cry telling me what he's doing, but was like, Oh my God, that's why, that's why, like, seriously, that's why I do it. It's like, I could have done other things. I could have coached at different levels. I, I mean, I had opportunities, but this is like, man, it's like, and I told my wife, I said, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm kind of close to retirement, but I'm really not like I'm getting the age wise I am. But I said, I couldn't, I can't end this way. I can't end not being in front of my kids and teaching every day. And it, yeah. when it gets back to normal, because that's the impact. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you, if you, I don't know if you're in your school when you're doing your AD stuff, but there's a life force in schools that is unbelievable. When you get older, like me, I just like stuck that life force. It's like the movie cocoon. I swear to God. Yeah, it is. Isn't yeah. it? It's like, there's something about that age and that youth. And it's like, the excitement mm -hmm. of life that they're missing right now with COVID, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Or, yeah, it, it really is. Um, I really, Kelly, I really appreciate coming on. This was awesome. I learned a lot. I, this was great. Oh, thank you for having me. I, yeah. I enjoyed on. I appreciate this, it. This was great. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. If you want to hear more of these, <laughs> go over and uh, join teachhoops.com. A uh, 14 day free trial allows us allows us to do this and then subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Um, tell us how, tell us what you want to hear in the future. Steve at teachups.com. All right. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.